This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. Seven years ago, college wrestler Damian Hurd disappeared from a party in Gunnison, Colorado. Everyone has been drinking or whatever the usual party scene. When, how, and why he left are questions I need your help to understand. Nobody's heard from him. No, it's just like he disappeared. From Cold Case Productions and Podcast One, Final Days on Earth, The Life and Death of Damian Hurd. I'm your host, Claire Sanima. Join me April 20th for the season premiere. Uh, hey guys, welcome to CarCast. Before we get started, a word from our friends at JB Weld. JB Weld is available at jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly, uh, Amazon, Michaels, and more. And remember, JB Weld epoxy products are proudly made in the USA. And of course, our friends at Dodge. Dodge is ranked number one for initial quality and best driver appeal for mass market brands by JD Power. It's the first U.S. brand ever to be ranked number one in initial quality and appeal in the same year. So f- visit your local Dodge dealer or visit Dodge.com today. Well, we're going to talk about the F-150 Lightning with the general manager at Ford for battery electric vehicles, Darren Palmer. Really interesting, groundbreaking stuff. I think you guys will be pretty blown away by this and the conversation we have with Darren will probably make a lot of truck guys into electric truck guys. Yeah, I think so. And then I we'll flip so it too. and I talk about a little quick visit to the Shelby Museum in Colorado. We'll go old school <laughs> and high tech on today's car cast. First, I'll tell you about Empire Covers. Nowadays, cars are designed to keep you safe on the road, but what about the same protection off the road? Empire Covers, high quality, affordable covers. Engineered to protect against rain, UV rays, tree sap, pollen, anything that damages vehicle paint. For premium protection, try the American Armor Cover, proudly made in their Kentucky factory. Plus covers for RVs, boats, motorcycles, and more. All covers come with a free multi-year warranty. Free shipping, plus an extra 15% off your entire order. With the promo code CARCAST. So you guys love cars, and so does Empire Covers. You got to get a good, don't get a cheap cover, get a good cover. The cheap ones fall apart immediately. Visit empirecovers.com slash CARCAST. Use the promo code CARCAST at checkout and save. Empirecovers.com. Protect what you love. Get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get on. Mandate you get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. And welcome to CarCast. Matt Crow. that's Matt, the moderator over there. How you doing? Doing well. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Yeah. We're going to talk a little EV vehicles today. Yeah. Especially maybe the uh, Ford F-150 Lightning. Darren Palmer's going to join us. He's a Ford General Manager of Battery Electronic Vehicles. Um. I don't know why it says battery electronic vehicles, but either way, uh, we'll talk to him. Obviously, uh, President Biden was just out there driving a Ford F-150. I guess he was driving the Lightning. Yeah, he's driving the Lightning. And, of course, you know, a couple days ago when he was doing that, you know, he did some kind of speech, press conference, something or other, and, and the, you know, the lightning was in the background, and it wasn't supposed to be in the background. So oh, we, really? So we got images of it, uh, but whatever. We got images of it like a day in advance, it so it's It doesn't fine. look much different than a Ford F-150, does no, it? it doesn't really. I mean, obviously, because it's all EV, there's no engine in the front. It's got the grill kind of blocked off. It's got some LED lighting and and uh, and and stuff like that. So it'll be it'll be interesting. Uh, to talk to Darren as well, because it's really all about having a giant mobile battery in your life, mm-hmm. right? Power yeah. your house, 
use it as a battery backup for your house, use a job site. Like, that's what it's all about. So yeah, we'll how would you that. power your house? Uh, we can get into it with with Darren. Um, yeah. Because uh, he's going to have some insight on how it gets, you know, how how does it reverse the power? You know, like you can charge it one way and then you can you can Discharge. charge the truck or, yeah. you know, or power Yeah, hey, I was kind of thinking a little more in terms of like, obviously there's some hookup and some bib you're going to need in your garage to plug it into to power the house. Yeah, but same thing if you had the batteries on your house. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? So yeah. this is basically a battery for your house that you can, that's mobile. No, I was just hearing about <laughs> uh, rolling blackouts coming this summer yeah. to California, because why, why wouldn't it? Uh, why wouldn't we have that? And I started thinking about you know battery backup and generator and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so that's yeah. interesting. I do so, have a delicate question for Darren, which is I was, I was watching uh, President Biden drive around yeah. in the F-150. First thing I noticed is that code on the uh, a pillar or maybe the b pillar but um the number sequence code thing yeah and i've said for many years um ford is officially the last company to do that <laughs> thing on the outside of the car yeah right? the number keypad to to access the i had a girlfriend who had like an 87 thunderbird <laughs> and she had the exact same yeah combo pad on the outside of the Thunderbird. Yeah. Now, I was just doing a spot for um, Hyundai Tucson, and Hyundai Tucson has like a phone app, so you can just open the car. You yeah. can use your phone key. Why do we still have those buttons the, on the, the outside Ford of the Ford has a phone key. That you can do yeah, everything I'm with sure, the phone. I'm sure Ford has everything. Why? Yeah. Or what's wrong with everyone else? I you know now that I'm thinking about it, it's the I don't know about other Fords, but the F one fifty. They're trying to turn this into uh, a tool that you use on a job site, things like that, a uh, campsite, and mm-hmm. now being able to like power the house or or whatever with it. Mm-hmm. Now it starts to to come off to me as a way to do codes or temporary codes like you would the nanny or the lawn person or the pool guy and go, hey, yeah, go to my truck mm-hmm. and and grab something out or go ahead and charge your tools or whatever. Use this code. And I don't know if it if it's more sophisticated than it used to be back in 87. Can you do multiple codes? Can you track the codes? Does your phone tell you when somebody's using the code to access it so you can log in and out like a long mm-hmm. system on your house? Mm. But now you can have multiple people yeah. temporarily yeah. access well, maybe the vehicle is what I'm guessing. Yeah. All right. They're not, uh, they don't have it on the new Bronco, do they? I don't. I don't see it on many other vehicles. There's got to be more so of it's, it's, the, the truck thing. But what happened to the version that kind of like is behind the black plastic and it goes away when you like wave your hand, the lights up? I don't know, but I'm, I'm turning the corner here. So you say you got your random orbital sander and it's in the back of the truck or it's in the cab of the truck. Or the frunk if it's a the lightning. The frunk. And uh, you want to send one of your lackeys to go get it out of your truck but you yeah. don't want to give them the keys yeah oh and uh the bronco does have the security code because it looks like we're looking at a bronco here yeah that's a bronco. all right well something to get into it's, yeah, that it's one, invisible that one was invisible right right the biden photo looked like it was giant yeah, the biden rubber one, buttons stuck on the side <laughs> the biden photo was the same ones that my old girlfriend Stephanie yeah. had on her Thunderbird, nineteen eighty-seven. Right. So, but here the invisible one now makes me think a bunch of Ford vehicles or a bunch of every vehicle has it, and we just never see it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Do you have it on your Lincoln? Uh, something lights up on the side when I, you like. I bet you do, key. and you don't realize I it because you the have manual. a key and you have a key fob and you have a phone and. <laughs> Reread the mail. <laughs> well, that's the answer Chris would have given. <laughs> reread that manual. Yeah, re reread. All right, I'm just busting right, Chris's chops. Right, appreciate that. All right, triple check that manual. Yeah. All right. So now, um, <laughs> the, uh, not even attributed to Chris. Thank you. <laughs> but he endorsed it. He endorsed it. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. So you went to the Shelby Museum. Yeah. So before we brought Darren on to talk about cars that don't make any noise, uh, let's talk about all the cars that make all the good noises. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had a quick trip uh, for for Bravago to go out to Colorado. I swung by the Shelby Museum, got to speak to the fine folks over there that manage that place. You see the cars that are in there and you realize – you know, all the kind of the fanfare around Lamar and Shelby now, you think, oh, what a great idea, a museum. And then you realize the museum's been there for 25 years. Mm-hmm. They they created a nonprofit 25 years ago. And some of the cool cars, like the World Championship Cobra that Bondurant ran, mm-hmm. that's the patinaed one that's unrestored, that actually won Pebble Beach. That's been in the collection for 22 years. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what's that car worth now? Like, that's a Pebble Beach winner. It's an original car down to the tires Bondurant ran it on. Like, just an amazing, amazing car. Uh, uh, say that car's 9 to $11 million. I would, I would think so. Somewhere the, in there. I think it'd probably be the most expensive Cobra. Well, the first... Saw. Cobra, the blue one, that's the very first Cobra, Carroll Shelby's personal car that was sat in his Shelby American forever. And he said, don't ever, you know, whoever touches that car gets fired. Don't restore it. That one, I think, sold for $15 million a few years ago. Yeah. Um, That's in their collection as well. This could be more than that one. They have the Home and the Moody, uh, uh, the gold GT40. that was third place Mm -hmm. at Mm Lamar. They have the Ken Miles. Uh, GT40. Mm-hmm. They have Ken Miles Cobra. They have his car there. Mm-hmm. Um, just a, an amazing collection of of largely racing cars, but then the Shelby Cobras, uh, you know, and and a couple of cool pieces. They have they just have a Shelby Mustang, Daytona's, like a dark green. A lot of racing Daytonas there. Yes, uh, a Shelby GT350R. Uh, they just have like a beautiful green Shelby fastback, but mm-hmm. with an original like Paxton supercharger on it. It's just yeah, a, it's all yeah, and that color is actually really nice on that car, that dark green. It's a lot in a in a confined area. It's a lot of bang for your buck. Probably, probably only I don't know, fifteen, eighteen cars. Oh, I think it's more than that. Is it more? Yeah, it's, it was pretty jam-packed in there now. I've got some photos of it. Uh, hmm. uh, uh, it's, it's off the top of my head. Let's see, like four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty. It's got to be like 30. Is it 40, that many cars? Yeah, hmm. 30, 40 cars. Um, they've got some cool memorabilia there as well. They uh, uh, A good mixture of like racing suits and things along mm-hmm. with with big photos blown up on the walls and yeah. and 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 stuff and then uh uh you know plenty of things to to buy and stuff in there as well they play uh Shelby American your film uh, on a constant loop I and I go for that. and I was like oh thanks and which you could buy it there they've sold quite a few oh really uh, oh yeah he said he's made two orders already of like 50 DVDs and stuff at a time and he he's got to get more cuz he's you sold, I don't know, a hundred of those just from people walking in the door. Yeah, makes sense. And, That's uh, the crown. And I could tell why. Right when you walk in, I'm going, oh, you guys are watching Shelby American. And I didn't even say anything. Like, you know, I just walked in and said hi and I didn't get a chance to introduce myself. They're like, we love this movie. This is the best Shelby movie ever. We watch it nine times a day. I go, yeah, does it get a little monotonous having it on? And like, no, we watch it at home too. Oh, uh, so he's watching <laughs> Shelby American and not the 24-hour war. Well, they have that too. But right. I, they... We mostly talked about Shelby American while he was... All right. Well, Chris has an article on why Ford keeps the keypad. I think you've got a BD power spot, and then we'll do the article. Yeah. Let me uh, let me hit that. Say goodbye to the dead, laggy throttle, throttle pedal feeling that you feel in most cars, and enjoy quicker response and acceleration with BD Power TS Booster. TS Booster amplifies the signal between the throttle pedal and the ECM for quicker reaction time. It's forcing your performance curve to occur sooner. And the great part is it's factory connections, means a painless installation, giving you six acceleration levels and a security mode. You just plug it right into your OBD2 port. You can unplug it whenever you want. There's no need to program. TS Booster's sophisticated AI does the work for you. It learns in the process and sets you up for your particular application, your throttle inputs. So check out TS Booster. 
boost.com and enter code CARCAST for 50 bucks off. That's tsbooster.com. All right. So uh, you got that article, Chris? Yeah. So Ford has been doing the keypad for over 40 years. And um, the demand is so strong for it that when Ford launched the vehicle without it, the company had to scramble to add it back. Mm. So, yeah, people people just like having it. It's, it's particularly popular with people who enjoy hiking, swimming, outdoor sports. They want to leave their keys in the vehicle, leave mm. their phone in the vehicle, mm-hmm. and be able to unlock it. There uh-huh. are codes where you can, when you enter it, it enters your profile. So the, the seat moves up to your spot and mm. drives your specs and things like that. So, yeah, they have no desire to get rid of it. They uh, they said 90% of their vehicles have it. And mm. It's interesting it. because now that you think about it, the phone is cool. You can do everything with your phone, but you don't want to take your phone. I don't know, swimming or something. You know, yeah. like you, you know, like there's. No, that's a good there's, point. There's times where you're like, I just want to lock all my stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. and and they're working on facial recognition. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure they that'll would. probably be the next the next move. But I mean, I have a keyless. Uh, I have like the code to get into my house, and it's the, the greatest thing ever. Not having to carry a house key. You know, uh, Range Rover. I think Jaguar and Range Rover did a version of this where it's it's a it's a wristband, like a rubber, like a Fitbit wristband. They're going, hey, if you're going surfing, and you're going for a quick run or something, you just you could just wave this thing over the Jaguar logo in the back, and it'll unlock the vehicle. But I remember when I, I tried it, I was in a parking garage just waving, 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 going, come on, come on, <laughs> open the door. All my shit's in there. And then eventually it did. Otherwise, I wouldn't be sitting here. But uh, it seems like the keypad is just quicker, more convenient. I get it. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing. It's like at a certain point, God, I got to think of the car. I know 40 years, 81, I guess. Um, there was a car. Maybe it was a Mitsubishi Eclipse or maybe it was one of the generations of the Vets. A couple cars, when they had the technology, came out for 10 minutes with a digital tachometer. Yeah. Yeah, Corvette did. Maybe it was a Vet, maybe like an 83 Vet or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. But people wanted the analog. And and I don't blame them. And, And at a certain point, I'm kind of analog, so it's like I still have notepads and buck slips. I make scroll down notes and stuff, and everyone kind of goes, "Oh, there's an app," you know. But it's like I, I kind of like making notes, and I get the Fitbit and facial recognition stuff like that. But kind of at the end of the day, the code is easy. It's kind of analog. You press the button, you know, and people just know it and they like it. And we've all had that helpless sensation of standing at the uh, sink at the airport in the bathroom, like waving our hand going, what's going on? I wish there was just a fucking knob I could grab at that point, but there's no knob. You're just kind of waving your hands Mm -hmm. about. I feel that way about a a volume knob. Like, I just like a volume knob. That's actually a good point, because as we're getting more and more into touchscreens, we're going back to a couple of tactile knobs. Easy things like just a, a temperature or fan adjustment for right, the AC right, right. and volume. You just kind of want a knob for that. So now it's becoming a selling point. You'll see something like like a like you know like a new F one fifty or Explorer, and they'll go, "We well, got the big you know twelve inch screen, but we gave you a volume knob." I'm like, "Oh, good. Now we're back to where we were in the beginning with the volume knob." And even the visually the analog stuff. So many cars have. Uh, the gauge cluster is a big screen now, but on the screen, they're putting graphics for analog gauges. So it looks like analog gauges. Now you can configure it and you can move the things it's away. It's digital, and, but and, it has but the analog look. Yeah, but it just has the analog look. I'm driving a Audi RS Q8. It's this crazy fast mm-hmm. SUV, right? It's like mm-hmm. the Lamborghini Urus, but a $100,000 less. Mm-hmm. And... The entire gauge cluster in front of me can turn into a map. Mm. Like the whole thing is just like a like a three D map. Yeah, and then I can hit another button, and it's got like analog looking gauges in there with a sweeping needle and everything. It's just like it's cool that you can be able to do different things, but that analog setting is always in there. The yeah, um, the um, it's funny. I drove my my daughter and her friend out to get uh, Froyo last night and her 
my daughter's friend was in the back of the Lincoln. And every time we throw one of my daughter's friends in the back of the Lincoln, they can't get out of the car <laughs> because there's no handle. There's a button. There's a button. And the button's sort of in the armrest. And it's it's sleek and it's good. And if you know if you know the car like Natalia does, it's fine. But if you don't, yeah, it's always like I can't open the push the button. Yeah. I don't see I don't see a button. Like yeah, it's there's not a like learning it's bright curve. red. It's not like a glowing pulsing blood button. Yeah, but we're so not used to pushing a button. Yeah, you know, it'd be an interesting. Ooh, it'd be interesting, which is. The driver side button makes sense. Once you get in and out of the car three times, you get the button part. It took yeah. me took me a, a half a day to try to because I was always like reaching for a handle or something. But there's there's a button, but you sort of get used to it. Uh, then on the passenger side, button as well, symmetry, and also presumably you're driving around people you know. Right. And it's easier to point to. But the back uh-huh. should have a handle. The back could have a handle. Because yeah. the kids are confused. And and by the way, when you drive around your daughter, your son, and their friends, it's the friends that are in the back that have no goddamn right. idea how to or, get out of that car. Or it needs to be clear, you know, like push to open door. I mean, we I know we talk about the push and pull. Why do we got to have push and pull? Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> Yeah, well, they shouldn't start with PU. That that's right. my point. Yeah. But also, the, enter and exit's kind of weird to me. But that's just right. But there is no there is no coaching up the friend who jumps in the car. You know, once every other month, she's yeah. got to sit there, and you got to yell at her to push the button, but she doesn't know where the button is. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, interesting in ergonomics if you shifted the back because nobody's in the back. The people that are in the back are your kids' friends or the couple you're going out to dinner with and they've never been in the car before and they just sit there and stare at that thing and can't get out. Yeah. Can't get out. Yeah, especially when it's dark out. Yes. So uh, every time at night, you're like, I don't, there's probably like a glowing dot that you don't, you know, like, I I don't know what the dot, like it could say push to exit <clears throat> or push for door. I don't even know. I don't, I don't know that verbiage would, would work there. Lamborghinis making moves to become an EV company? Yeah, so here's the thing about Lamborghini is they have such a great sounding, naturally aspirated V12. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, I, I like that they recognize that, and of course they do. So they're saying, hey, the naturally aspirated V12. We're gonna we're gonna have this in a couple more vehicles over the next two years. We're gonna do some specialty vehicles, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna go to hybrid technology in 2023. And uh, is it is the Urcon turboed? Uh, but I think that's the I don't think that's the 12. So I no, it's I think not it's the 12. Not, I th- it, yeah, it's it's a, a six. Oh, sorry, an eight that's turboed. It could be a ten or now. ten that's turbo. I, I, I think it's ten. I don't know if it's turbo. Oh, okay. Maybe I screwed that up. Does they do no turbo? Right. I see aspirated V10. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's that's kind of their point is they're saying, hey, we need to keep up with performance. And the way to keep up with performance, <clears throat> excuse me, is they're going to have to go to some sort of supercharging or turbocharging. But they don't want to take away the, the great naturally aspirated V12. Right. So they're saying, hey, we'll go to a hybrid technology and we will do – an all EV at some point, but they want to be all in really on the hybrid. So they will mate an electric motor with the naturally aspirated V12. So Mm -hmm. they will get the increased fuel economy and be able to switch it on and off. And I'm sure like if you put it in sport mode or track mode, the the engine comes on and stays on. Mm -hmm. But now you start to think about what you can do with an electric motor Paired up with the V12. The V12 right now has to be dialed in and tuned in a way that it provides enough low-end torque mm-hmm. to launch that car off the line so they can brag about it, you know, a three-second zero to 60. Mm-hmm. And what does that get them? I don't know, a 200, 205-mile-an-hour top end. Mm-hmm. But now if you can reconfigure that motor to use the electric motor for the low-end torque and then fill the gap with a higher-winding higher peak horsepower 
12 cylinder, you could get something very interesting. You can get mm-hmm. an incredible, incredible sounding V12, probably a 215, 220 top mile an hour, and still get incredible low end torque. Yeah. You know, the turbo cars like McLaren is saying, we're going to use electric motors to fill in that turbo lag off the line, yeah. and then the motor will kick in. Well, imagine doing that with the naturally aspirated yeah, no, That'd you, be cool. You make a very good point, which is you have to kind of figure out what you want out of that engine, and you have to kind of tune it appropriately. And we all know the sort of low-end grunt, you know, it competes. The low-end torque yeah. competes with the high-end, high-revving horsepower. And we know from the race cars I drive, they don't they barely make it out of pit lane under their <laughs> own power. But then once they get on the pipe, they get on the pipe. But And then you wouldn't want to tune the engine so you could get out of the pit lane easier, like more low-end. Right. I'll give you more grunt under 3,000 RPMs. Nobody wants that in that application. But if you had an electric motor to get you moving, and then the naturally aspirated at the top end. That's the best of yeah. both worlds. All right, let me tell you about uh, Mac Weldon. This spring is going to be different because we're finally getting back outside, seeing friends again. No matter what your adventure is and where it takes you, might I suggest that Mac Weldon. Um, sweatpants, uh, Ace Sweatpants are awesome, and I love the name. Vesper Polo and uh, Pima. Silver and uh, dry knit T-shirts. That Mac Weldon is just top shelf. Socks, shirts, hoodies, underwear, polos, active shorts, and a wide range of customized fabrics. Weldon Blue, totally free loyal loyalty program, I should say. Totally free loyalty program. Level one gets you free shipping for life. Level two means twenty percent off every order. For the next year, guarantee if you don't like your first pair of underwear, keep them and they'll still refund you. That's how confident they are. No questions asked. Right, Matt? Yeah, you know, for 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash CarCast and enter promo code CarCast. That's MacWeldon.com slash CarCast, promo code CarCast for 20% off. MacWeldon, reinventing men's basics. All right, Darren Palmer, who's the uh, big honcho for Ford Electric Vehicles and uh, had a big big thing with the president going down there the other day, checking out that Ford F-150 uh, Lightning that we've been talking about as well. He's going to be with us and join us right after this. Let me tell you guys about Dodge. You know, Dodge has officially opened orders on their new 2021 Durango SRT Hellcats, the most powerful SUV ever. It's uh, it's pretty crazy. It's exclusive for 2021. It's got 2,000 horsepower. I'm sorry, 2,000 units will be made, 710 horsepower. It's got this new aggressive exterior styling and a new interior styling with a driver-centric cockpit. And if uh, if you can't find the Hellcat, you can definitely get the RT, which is also the big V8 version. And uh, But every uh, buyer of the Hellcat version gets a full day of pro instruction at the Rad. Field Rad, Radford mm-hmm. High Performance Driving School, formerly Bondurant. Uh, you know, when Dodge was ranked number one in initial quality and best driver appeal by mass market brands, uh, in mass market brands by JD Power, it's number one in quality and appeal in the same year. So, see your local Dodge dealer or visit dodge.com today to schedule a test drive. All right, let me hit uh, Geico. Do you own, do you rent your home? Well, you do one or the other, right? And you want to save some money and you want to get your bundle going. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already already have so much to do around the home. So go to geico.com, get a quote, see just how much you could save when you go with geico.com. Visit geico.com today and get your bundle going at geico.com all right well we're back darren palmer has joined us for general manager for battery electronic vehicles uh, we'll talk all about ford and electronic vehicles uh, specifically we'll start with the ford f-150 lightning which we saw president biden driving around in the other day so big day for ford good to see you darren thank you and good afternoon it's a pleasure to be here um so, Ford and electric vehicles. I uh, I like it. I like I like 
the old heritage and I like the new technology. I, I think, uh, I think that's a world I'd like to live in. Should we talk about the uh, F-150 Lightning first and maybe make our way to the Mustangs? We'd love to, whatever you would like. Well, one thing we're talking about before you came on with us is the ability for the vehicle to power the home for some period of time. Um, I just heard about rolling blackouts hitting Los Angeles or expecting to hit Los Angeles uh, for the summer. And I immediately thought of, I got to get batteries or I got to get a generator hooked up to the house. How, how would it work to have the lightning power a home? So our philosophy is that we really want to lead the move into electrification for people. And we decided our strategy is to give them things they never had before. And it's like all new technologies. When they come out, if you can show them what else they do, the end, that's what gets the heart and the head will follow. So that's why we're electrifying all the icons first. And now we come to this one. That's why we wanted to give them bi-directional power. So it's a bonus um, action that the vehicle can do, and we provide much of the equipment with the vehicle. And then when a power cut occurs, the vehicle automatically can go into a mode where it powers the home. Um, and it can power the home for quite a few days. How really do you, up to what do you got to do to the home to make that happen? <laughs> well, to make that happen, you need a box. And we may provide that box with the, with the vehicle. And then you need an inverter, a home inverter. And that inverter converts the power from the DC battery back into AC to power your home. So we're going to partner with the biggest supplier and fitter in the, in the business, which is Sunrun. And they'll put that inverter into your home as part of the package. And then the vehicle is ready to provide that bi-directional power. All right. So let's do a real world scenario. So I come home with my lightning and I plug it in in the evening to be charged. And uh, it gets a full charge over the course of the evening and into the next day. And then then the next day, before I go get into my truck, the power goes out in the house. Are you saying that the truck will then know that and reverse the telemetry and push the power back into the house? Yes, it will. Um, And it's neat. It's just one plug. Whenever that vehicle is plugged into the home, it's providing backup power of a very large battery. That's why it can run for anything from three to 10 days. And so if the power comes back, Uh yeah, if the power comes back like rolling blackouts, it will immediately charge back up again as fast as possible. And it's really fast. It's ATMs. And then be, recover and be ready again for, for any further blackouts or issues. This is sorcery, I say. I don't <laughs> believe him. He's a heretic, this man. This sounds crazy. So, uh, obviously, I don't want to get too deep in the weeds. I have a building background, so you'd have to kind of figure out how many amps and how many circuits and how many square feet and, like, what, you know, what are we talking about? Uh, you know, how many walk-in freezers do you have in your house and how hard are you blowing the AC and, and things like that. But we're saying for an average size house that is an average amount of, you know, you got your refrigerator and you got your dryer, your washing machine or whatever, uh, whatever runs off it. For an yeah. average size house, you can do it for multiple days. So what I would say is um, I can't reveal all the details yet as there's a big show tonight that we will reveal all our details. But what I will say is our hybrid trucks already provide over seven and a half kilowatts of power. That's the hybrid truck. So you could guess that our minimum would be that. It may even be more than that. And um, this kind of power will power a whole home, not not just one uh, a few circuits, but the whole home. Yeah, um, so I, I think what people may not know is if, you get a generator in your house, you know, depending on what size the generator is, a mid-sized generator, you have to pick your favorite circuits. 
you have to go, well, I do want the refrigerator to run, but we only get eight circuits. You know what I mean? But yeah. I don't really care if the guest bedroom yeah. lights work. So well, we're not worried about that. Darren, here's the good news. By the time this airs or has aired, the debut has already happened. So we've already got permission to say... It's 9.6 kilowatts in the lightning, so it's significantly more than than the power boost because there you go. The you have it already Absolutely. out, and I've, I've received authorization to be able to talk to you about it now. So, <laughs> yes, it's 9.6 kilowatts. Now that is enough to power most houses, unless you are in a four floor mansion. And and if you just carry on your lifestyle, don't change anything using the AC, everything it'll run for about three days. Wow. Huge battery. Now, we're, we're, if you, well, if this, you understand that you're in a power cut situation and you cut down a little bit, you can run up to 10. This is a, a real potential game changer because energy is a big issue. Obviously, everyone's talking about energy and pipelines and stuff like that these days. But um, I looked into it when I got my home about uh, two years ago and the they had the solar system mixed with the battery wall and all that kind of stuff. And you need multiple battery walls and, and all that. And the price was well over a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Like it was really cost prohibitive. And in this situation, if once the infrastructure gets kicked up a little bit, you could potentially go out and charge your lightning at a charging station at the Costco or at the bank or whatever, wherever it was, and then completely eliminate the generators, the battery walls, and, and even the solar to some, to some degree. It's a slightly different subject. But, I mean, you could literally have this mobile battery and that your house would never lose power. I mean, that really is enticing. So one of the really exciting parts of this, um, number one, is the price of the vehicle, which is, I think, going to create a lot of interest. We're, we're not we're Ford. F-150 is for everyone. We're not making a vehicle for just a few. And so the price really becomes interesting. And then when you find out that for the long-range version, we give away the charge unit, the ATM. We give that with the vehicle and a 19 kilowatt on board so you can charge really fast. And all you need is one item, which is the inverter. So we, we won't issue the, cost, the price of that yet, but the price of that is very reasonable. And so we expect this to be taken up at volume. For anybody who wants a backup power solution, um, we can, you know, this will be affordable. And so we do expect quite a large take-up of this. It's getting so much interest since we've seen about rolling blackouts and we've seen other issues with energy recently and the cost of energy. It's, uh, it's getting, getting huge attention. What is the charging time on the long-range vehicle, on the long-range version? Yes, great question. So we took the decision for our customers. as We, know, we expect that a lot of people are going to come to this vehicle who had not considered a battery electric before. And so we took the decision that we put in the charging infrastructure so it charges in eight hours because these are going to be working vehicles. And if they're run low, um, you need an ATM charger to charge it overnight. And so we took the decision to provide that because they're quite rare at the moment and also to put the onboard unit, the 19 kilowatt, that's what you need as well, in order to be able to charge fast. So this vehicle, you can work it all day. It'll, it'll power... 10, a crew of 10's power tools all day long, then drive home, it'll be more depleted, and then it'll charge fully up by the next morning, ready for work again. Wow. It is a game changer, you know, man. I, I want to talk about some of the features of the actual vehicle, but uh, Adam, to, to your point about, you were saying rolling blackouts, but it doesn't necessarily have to be that, if I'm right, Taryn. The idea is is just cost efficiency as well, uh, is... If if the vehicle, if the F-150 powers your house during peak times and then charges itself during off-peak times, now you're financially doing this balance of being able to 
to save money overall. You're buying a vehicle anyway. By the way, the price starts at thirty nine thousand nine hundred and seventy four dollars uh, for for the uh, for the Lightning, and then uh, uh, a few options goes up from there. But I. We talk about in the case of an emergency or rolling blackouts or something, but is there any reason why this vehicle couldn't be used, of course, as a vehicle during the day, but literally as a battery backup for your home on a regular basis every day, every night or whatever? So you guys are knowledgeable. So, <laughs> um, so we, the primary function at launch is to offer power uh, during out- outage and of course, once you put it in, you're completely protected. Um, but it's also designed to allow other function later, such as what you're, you just mentioned is called home energy management. And we're working on that. There's no reason why the system later can't do what you mentioned. What would be the, the, well, what's it, the life of the battery is now? There, yeah, is there an issue on how many times it can cycle? And and should we spread that out with not using the daily home use, or does that does yeah, that so, degrade the battery? No, so we we know exactly the performance of the batteries and what they do. Of course, you know that we warranty them for eight years, and at least seventy percent at the end of their of the eight years. And you know that we're nowhere near that eight seventy percent, right? Otherwise, we wouldn't be warrantying it there. <laughs> um, so we uh, monitor. We know the batteries really well. And in many cases, they're not so stressed. We always test for a worst case, of course, especially with F-150. So some worst cases are very high temperatures or very high use and those things. We test for all of those things. Most people are nowhere near that usage. And because we can, we see the actual usage and the car vehicle is fully connected, we can decide how much extra can be used for power management and still safely protect the vehicle and its warranty. Well, the future's here. Yeah. Um, are there, uh, you know, there's stuff you can talk about, stuff you can't talk about. Uh, I got the Lincoln. What do I have? The Aviator? You have a Lincoln Aviator. Black label. Hybrid. Yeah. <laughs> um, when, well, is it hybrid or is it? Yeah, it's a hybrid. Oh, I thought it was plug-in something. <laughs> well, it is a plug-in hybrid. All right. So the gas engine can charge a battery or you can plug it in. I got to work on that. Yeah. Point is this. Um, it, obviously, we're not going to just limit it to the F-150. This thing is going to keep spreading out. I mean, I'm guessing we're going to have dualies. I have a, I have a, not kissing ass, but I got a dually as well, a Ford <laughs> F-350, but it's, it's diesel. It's old school, but it's got an extra 50 gallon tank in the back. So, uh, I got, I got some towing range, cool. yeah. but, um, I imagine this is going to spread into all the m- many platforms. Uh, can you discuss some of that? Well, f- for now, this is what we've got to announce. And um, this is a huge step forward. Um, now, technically, what's happening with these vehicles is it has a protocol. It communicates with the wall box. And then it provides DC power to the wall box, which the house then uses to power. So, um technically that's what's going on there the f-150 is being designed to do that for job one um i have to leave it to you to determine whether you think that's feasible for vehicles later but all we're announcing today is f-150 right but we have a mustang mach e which uh uh, i got a chance to drive you were out there we had a nice chat about the mach e um and and transit right so these are the these are the vehicles, uh, the EV vehicles from Ford right now, right? F-150, Mach-E, and Transit. Exactly. We're going through our icons because then we can make them emotional and or doing things they never did before. So the Mach-E first, um, because huge segment, very popular segment as well. Um, then there's the trans- E-Transit, which... It's all about cost of ownership, and you see the price there. We dropped the price after we announced it. So the total cost of ownership for that uh, is extremely low. We're seeing some people under two years of cost of own- of uh, payback. And then the third one is the um, AM F-150 Lightning. So let's talk about the performance of the Wait, Lightning. Hold on, I have an idea. Okay. Darren, I'm going to get you a raise here <laughs> with this idea. 
All right. <laughs> now, obviously, you can't say anything out loud about it. But at, at some point, the F-150, they do the Harley Davidson version. Yeah, that's fine. Been there, done that. Maybe we'll do the Lightning Harley Davidson version. But anyone who knows Galpin Ford knows there's an evil Knievel version, and you have the E, <laughs> the giant E, red, white, and blue rainbow oh. tape down the side. The E, Vulcanevil. The EV. EV. Evil. Oh my God! It's just working its way out. You're going right to the corner office. Write that down. Just sit on it. <laughs> when they're trying to fire you in three years, you go, okay, you're going to fire. Yeah. Here's my idea. Evil, can evil guy? Come on. EV. <laughs> That's going to be a huge seller. Thank you. I love it. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're just getting started, as you may see. We have the first derivatives of each of these vehicles. Um, and you can imagine we, we can do so much more. The, the Mac-E, the GT is just launching soon. And that vehicle has incredible performance. And again, incredible performance for the price. Uh, that's something I love about Ford. I'm not in it for the one percenters. I'm in it for everybody. Um, so the, uh, around $58,000 before tax incentive. So really 51, that vehicle will outrun a 911 GTS, which is wow. a, you know, a kind of crazy, it was a hero car of mine growing up. So that's kind of incredible, and it will do that with five people and luggage as well. So <laughs> this is what electrification can yeah, do. Yeah, people, people do not realize that you cannot argue with instant torque. You just, you just can't. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter what, how much horsepower you're spitting out and uh, you know, how many valves you have and what octane you're running. You just cannot argue with instant torque, especially, obviously, zero to 60. Um, Matt, you got a quick spot for uh, Meguiar's there? Yes, I do. Let me quickly tell you about this. Uh, Over the last few years, Meguiar's has launched the next generation of protective products, especially geared toward DIYers. They have their new line of ceramic products, their hybrid ceramics. They have a hybrid ceramic spray wax. This is the one that's in the bright blue bottle. It's got their advanced SiO2 technology. It delivers ceramic wax protection and durability beyond traditional wax. And they have their hybrid ceramic liquid wax. This is the long-lasting ceramic protection in an easy-to-use liquid wax. Of course, our favorite is the hybrid ceramic spray detailer. It's for in-between boosted maintenance. You can remove dust, fingerprints, bird droppings, boost that additional shine, and get that water beating protection as well. And they just came out with their hybrid ceramic wash and wax. It's in the bright orange bottle. This is a unique two-liquid system. You blend it into one bucket. You end up washing, protecting, waxing the car all at one time. So Meguiar's has a hybrid ceramic solution for everyone. It's ceramic made easy. It's Meguiar's. So, um, Darren, were you there yesterday with uh, President Biden? I was. It was uh, I was honored to be there. Um, and I took the delegation around the vehicle and uh, showed them the functions and what it did and what it's, I believe it's going to do for America. And they were, they were super interested and super supportive. But there was one thing that stuck out for them. Hmm. Yeah. What, <laughs> was it the fact that you let a Cadillac on your proving grounds? <laughs> 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 when Biden it rolled was, up well, his bulletproof uh, caddy? <laughs> no, it, it, nearly, it could have been. It was, um, it was the mega power frunk. Oh, yeah. And by far, this, the two things that are really resonating with people, the mega power front and the bi-directional power. And um, we called it that for a reason. We had to name it something because it's never existed before. Mega, because it's huge. Power, of course, because there's 2.4 kilowatts in there. Frunk, because it's a front um, trunk. Mm-hmm. And it's as big as on some SUVs but it totally changes the usage of the vehicle in addition. There's never been trucks available with that. And I'm seeing interest from people who, who say, well, I love an SUV, but I'd love that extra function of the bed, especially for leisure activities, but I've got to have a lockable clean storage. And now you have it for the first time. And when we press the button, I think it's going to be an iconic type of image. When you press the button, it unlocks and it opens makes some great noises because there's a lot of uh, security in there uh, because it's on the front. That's necessary. And you hear it unlocking and then it opens. It's marvelous. 
and then and it powers down as well. But it, I, you know, I think the owners are going to pull up to a car park anywhere, open that mega power front, and be surrounded by half of the car park. So um, it really gets attention. Well, I'm going to go home today, <laughs> and I'm going to tell my son, "You want a frunk, yeah." In your life, that means you're either driving the Lightning or possibly a Lambo Murcielago. <laughs> what you don't want is what your dad has. It's a gunt. That's totally different, and you do not want that. Though you choose your direction in life. You want yeah. the gunt or you want the frunk? Go with the free. Work hard. Save your money yeah. and exercise. Get the Eat frunk. right. Yeah. You get the frunk. Take your vitamins. <laughs> get the frunk. Uh, one thing I wanted to point out on the on the lightning is is of course we need to translate this this power into terms that we recognize and we recognize five hundred and sixty three horsepower seven hundred and seventy five pound feet of torque oh that is so much mid four seconds zero to sixty range we don't have an exact number yet I feel like Darren knows he's just not telling hey. us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, the numbers on a page are, are one thing. And I can also tell you that the maximum torque comes in in 0.6 seconds. Wow. And, and most people have never driven a car, A, with that torque and power, and B, definitely not one that comes in in 0.6 seconds. And when you do that in a truck, it, I've watched probably hundreds of people now walk in with one impression and come out with the same look on their face every time with, oh, my God. And in most cases, i got to have one. So that, that, it, that thing feels like some kind of bullet train as it takes off. The torque is the reverse of what you remember in a, in a normal car. It's max first, and then it peels off a bit. So it takes off like your hair's on fire. <laughs> and with no gearing, completely silent it's mind-blowing it it, it is that experience that's going when people try it that's what's going to make them stay the 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 other features invite people to look and we really we love that but when the minute you drive you're going to say i gotta have it (laughs) and the other part is it will tow ten thousand pounds like you haven't even noticed i was about to say that for towing uh just for some reference point uh a naturally aspirated uh you know gasoline powered ford f-150 is probably making mid i mean there's different engine configurations but with the with the you know gasoline powered v8 in it is it in mid threes in the torque or low threes in the torque i mean it sounds uh the five liter version sounds about well well, you know let's say I've, I haven't really met a trucker who doesn't love a Ford F-150 Raptor. Yeah. Um, right. You know, and that is 450 horsepower and 510 torque. Right. Yeah. And yeah. that thing, that thing hauls. Right. Sure. And so hauls, this yes. is another 200 foot pounds of torque. Yeah. Right. Right off the line. Oh, this is now the fastest F-150, right? Because four and a half second estimated four and a half second zero to 60 is already you know, really fast for this, you know, for this thing. But you're talking about the weight, but everyone's going to start to ask when the the payload in the back of the truck or towing, uh, what does that do to range? And um, you can speak about it better than I can, but the the F-150 weighs what you put in it. So when you add weight or tongue weight or something, it tells you how much it's going to weigh, and then it will... What it reconfigures the the range? Yeah, so you you really know the right question. So um, it, you're talking about range accuracy, and this is a really important subject. We we discovered this a few years ago, just when we were doing the Mac E, and a lot of electric cars have we called you know it's a guessometer because it really varies greatly. And that's because electric cars do vary with what you do with them significantly, also with weather. So, but, but actually, primarily the person driving and what they do. So our Mac E even, and of course the F-150 is the same, it knows who's driving. You set a profile like you would on Netflix, and it knows who you are. And, for example, somebody who knows an EV would, it's plugged in all the time. When it's cold, they would set a departure time. And then the car will prepare itself, heating the cabin and the battery. 
And so that when you get in, it's completely ready. And, and then you will drive, if you turn your heater down a little bit, use the heated seats and steering wheel, you, you will use 3% of your energy for heating. You, you get 300 miles. And it knows that, and it tells you 300 miles. And if you drive it, you will get 300 miles. Our accuracy is um, one of the best in the industry, and we've been working on that. We work on it every week. I get a report every week about the average of what we estimated and exactly what people got and the bell curve. So that's one aspect. Somebody who just switches it on, uses full power every morning to heat it, drives 15 minutes, and doesn't, they can use up to 25% of their power just heating. And so they'll get a lower range. And it's the truth as well, because that's how they use it. So that system's already on Mac E, and it's very popular. We now take that to the next level. We now adapt for the weight that you put in. And by the way, because we have, we have very strong regen, we have one pedal drive. Actually, the weight you put in the back doesn't make that difference. In fact, we run EPA testing with a thousand pounds of payload already. So your maximum payload, another thousand, doesn't affect things so much. But the vehicle knows. And additionally, when you set a journey, it goes off to the cloud and it adds topography, the wind direction, um, <laughs> the weather, and even if it's a specifically bad area. For example, there's a, a hill near LA where everybody goes up for the weekend. It will learn. It knows that's a stop-start traffic on that hill. And so it knows that's a bad one, and it will adjust the range again, and it will tell you. It say cloud. It will go uh, obtaining cloud update, and then it will say, Range updated using cloud data, and it will go plus plus 10, minus 10, whatever, and give you a new accuracy. And then my goal is that is my, my error is zero. Now, no one's at zero, but that's my goal, and we're going to keep updating it. In fact, it's actually on all, it's on Mac E, and we've been testing it since we launched, and we get a report every week to see how it's performing, to see how it will make it more accurate. So that's really important to us. And when you've got a truck, it's super important. And then, and then you, if you, you're probably going to ask me about trailering. When you add the level of trailering on, it becomes triple important. The uh, future is here with the new Ford F-150 <laughs> Lightning. Uh, Darren, last question. Um, what part of Dearborn you're originally from? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you may have noticed I'm from London. Um, Originally, and I worked for Ford all over the world, and uh, a company like Ford gives you the opportunity to work in many places. So I, I gained some experiences from everywhere. I worked on every continent, really, and I, I came over to Detroit four years ago, and my, me and my family and I absolutely love it, even the weather, actually, because it's still better than England. Uh, Darren Palmer, thank you for this uh, tutorial. This is really exciting stuff. I'm I'm really excited about this truck. It's like we didn't even get into the truck stuff, really, because we we got a chance to drive the new F-150 already. But imagine all of that greatness that we've covered on previous shows like mm. in an EV platform. Yeah, Darren, I hope to see you uh, out there at Ford. And uh, let's see. I wonder if your boss is coming out I don't know. to uh, Monterey Car Monterey Week. Maybe we'll Car see Week. Jim Farley racing out at the track. We've seen him up there before. Uh, he likes to run his Cobra. Yeah. Yes, he does. And you'll see him all over the place racing. <laughs> uh, Darren Palmer, thanks for joining us today. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thanks, Darren. Thanks, Darren. All right. Last but not least, we got J.B. Weld, DIYers and pros have trusted J.B. Weld for 50 years plus for projects big and small, home or garage. Use the world's strongest bond. We're proud to have J.B. Weld's and Epoxy Adhesive as a sponsor. I personally know the owner. It's a good dude. It's a good outfit. Uh, J.B. Welders are good people, man. And uh, again, DIY projects, auto, crafts, plumbing, marine, and more JB Weld. You can use it on wood, metal, plastics, uh, ceramics, glass. I use it to fix Sonny's shoe the other day, and uh, Stromer always uses it or has used it to fix his uh, wet saw. Um, I guess it'd be a reservoir. JB Weld just acquired Herculiner, by the way, the original DIY truck bed liner. It's JB Weld. Right, Matt? Yeah, JB Weld is available at jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Amazon, Michaels, and more. And remember, JB Weld epoxy products are proudly made in the USA. 
Well, uh, Jam in the Van, this Saturday, we're doing a lot live out here in Los Angeles. Uh, Loxy's band's going to be playing, and, and, and Dawson's going to be doing stand-ups. Just go to AdamCurl.com for all the live shows everywhere. What do you got, man? I just follow me at uh, at Motorator and we'll be posting some more great uh, photos and stuff of the cars. So, until next time, Adam Curl for Bat the Motorator, DeAndrea, and Darren Palmer saying, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. Hey, movie lovers, who needs a theater when you have Pluto TV? Grab your popcorn and your streaming device because free movies are here. Pluto TV is your home for movies. Great movies are playing anytime in over 20 exclusive movie channels of action, horror, rom-coms, and more. Watch hits like Saving Private Ryan, Pretty in Pink, and Charlie's Angels all for free. No signups, no fees, no contracts. Ever. Download the free Pluto TV app on any device. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there. Owning, renting, you want to save some money? How about your bundle? Bundle your policies at GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you got so much to do already. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, see just how much you could save at GEICO. That is GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.